Welcome into the World of No Sports podcast. On today's edition of the show, we talk about tight ends as the boys rank down their top 10 tight ends. Rank down. Rank up. As the boys rank. There we go. Uh, unfortunately, this podcast was recorded a few hours before the whole Drew Brees shite that happened, so we don't get to talk about the uh, the comments he made that may be tearing apart the New Orleans Saints at, at the seams. And uh, what could wreck a very talented team. But on a positive note, it does give a path for Jameis Winston to become the starting QB for the Saints this year, which I am more than happy about. And I bet Michael Thomas will be happy because that means he has a QB that can throw more than 20 yards down the field. Uh, Along with that, we also talk a bit about uh, some football news. And Nick has a... A uh, fantastic segment called Punters or Quarterbacks. Uh, you often listen to find out. It was, it was actually better than the name suggests. Anyway, let's get on with the show. Hold up. Are you ready for that pod intro? There you are. Oh, right. How'd that work? It's just, okay. That's that worked great, then. Is that the intro, lads? No. Yeah, no it's comment. at the start of it, so technically it's the intro. Hey, guys, this is the intro to the world of No Smores Podcast. <laughs> guys, we need I feedback hear. here. <laughs> I can't. There's nothing to say, Connor. You're saying things that promote dead silence. Dead silence. These are just, yeah, these are just bits that you like. You're, you're throwing out these bits, and they're just. All of them just, they leave the runway and then just immediately burst into flames. Mm. Challenger and all that. There's no airtime. Yeah, that's, uh, I'll, I'll be a SpaceX one day. Uh, maybe one I of these or... intros. Cheers, <laughs> well, you, you just brought that up. Yeah, I know. Have Cheers. either of you, uh, have either of My you seen the that on YouTube? Space Force? Yes, I, I actually, it, it started slow for me, but I did enjoy it in the end. It's basically uh, what's happening now in real life, though. I've seen the first two episodes. In the second episode, they have a chimpanzee uh, astronaut who is a, a chimpanaut yeah. who has to uh, who has to fix something in space. And I won't go into details for you, Connor, because it is actually a class watch. See, it's it's That's a live action. Was good. It's a live action show that is not Parks and Rec, so I might not watch it. <laughs> That's that seems it to be does it. Half though. Are do you there, know? Do you remember? Are you familiar with uh, Jean Raphael? Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He is Jean Raphael. Yeah. He basically is the exact same character in Space Force. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Except he's just got more power. Have, so you, <laughs> have you seen the clips of that guy and uh, the guy from Stranger Things? Hang yeah, Hammond's Steve Harrington. Yeah, which isn't his real name, but it might as well. Is it not? No, no. fuck no. Steve Harrington. Have you guys seen the theory that because uh, the place Stranger Things is in, in Indiana, that he yeah, is the father? he's actually his father. He's the father yeah. of John Ralphio. So he's Dr. John Saperstein. He, he, he's the false. <laughs> yes. I don't even know if it is John Saperstein. I just backed myself. I think it might be John Ralph. I mean, it would have to be Steve Saperstein. It's it? the false. Just say that. It's the fawns, not the fawns. The fawns, the fawns, the fawns. <laughs> uh, yes, that seventy show is a that's a sneaky one to get in there if you meant to. Hot fawns, my favorite movie. 
<laughs> Alright boys, do we got any 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 sports news that is going on? Are we still a sports podcast? Or are we a, a Space Force podcast? There's a wee bit of sports news. Um, uh, in the world of football, we have uh, got a few things popping up. First of all, Amazon have agreed to put their four uh, Premier League games on free-to-air. So oh. they're going to be showing those for free, which is an extra four games that you can watch for free, which is, again, now it's like 25... <laughs> that are going to be on the BBC and then another four from Amazon, which is like, what is that? 29 more than there's ever been on free to air. So it's, it's grand if you're a Prem fan. And then interestingly, and this is uh, just a special one for you, North London, uh, Derby boys, Arsenal have actually made a contract offer to Jan Vertonghen. So he's going to be, uh, they're going to be extending him. What? For, where, where, where are you hearing this nonsense? Hi. They're going to be extending him for one month. <laughs> For Jan Vertonghen? He's, 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 getting a, he's getting a contract extension for a month to run from June to July. All right, you're so on about can... Spurs. Right. I am on I about you Spurs. Said, I thought North you said Arsenal. Arsenal as well. I, said, I was no, so I said, confused. I said, I, said, I said North London Derby, which is Arsenal and Spurs. No, I know, I know, yeah, but, no, that, but that's why I got... I just thought because we're both Arsenal no, fans, you were saying... I thought you, were, no, I thought you had, like, thought you were saying Arsenal were giving him a contract. No, I yeah. mean like the Spurs and Arsenal... The Spurs news is relevant to Arsenal fans. Because yeah, it's coming to crash and burn. It's not really. I mean, I don't think about Spurs these that much. <laughs> they're not that good a team. I know they're above Arsenal at the moment, them. but they're not above Arsenal. <laughs> they're not above Arsenal in points per game. I'll just say Arsenal you know. are the only team ever to go undefeated for a full Premier League season. So. Exactly. Aye, a number of years ago. Uh, a number of doesn't years matter. Ago. Did, I mean, we didn't. I mean, Arsenal was enough to play Troy Deeney back in the day. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Spurs what Liverpool have to play all these difficult uh, opponents. Aye, uh, well, I'll have you know that Celtic won the European Cup back in the day, so they have got one over Tottenham in that uh, that particular category. Well, and Arsenal. Yeah. And Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> What's more impressive? Well, in the people. Champions League when there was only three people back in the 60s, or being a runner up. To a Barcelona team in 2006. When one of those after goals was offside, and I will argue that to the day I die. After conceding zero goals uh, throughout the entire tournament leading up to the final, with a backline of Colo Torre, Felipe Senderos, Emmanuel Abui, and Matthew Flamini at left back. Hey, all I'm going to say history does not remember the losers. Well, I, don't remember I mean, it. France, the French team in 2006 were by far the best team they played the best they went all the way to the final and then because we got one one piddly red card for some bullshit namby pamby nonsense <clears throat> absolutely unwarranted red card that frankly is just completely unexplainable glasgow kiss and then, it, and then even and then even on that it went to penalty shootouts yeah it was one all at the end of regulation i mean Next, and, uh, and frankly, like, hey, 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 can anyone can anyone respect winning a World Cup on penalty shootouts? That's some bullshit. Win the actually, game, people win the really game. respect Zidane. He is revered. Like his, there's a picture of him and that jersey he wore. Like that jersey's like pr- pride of place in the Parc de pr- on the French National Stadium. It is the Parc de Prince, isn't it? No, oh, no, he's an absolute national hero. Yeah, and like everyone reveres him for that because he headbutted someone for slagging his man. I mean, Nick, it all it, it, it all it all worked out after he's got that dodgy penalty against Croatia. So you know, it's all good. 
Was that game not 4-3 or something, or 4-2? It was 4-2. It, it was, no, it was 4-2. And oh, was the last three goals were all just really stupid. Well, actually, including the penalty, the last four goals were all really stupid. Actually, the first goal was stupid as well. <coughs> the first goal was, was an own goal. <laughs> I remember we had a sweepstakes where you bet you put in like a fiver for first goal and last goal. And this fellow was whinging for the whole start of the match and the whole build-up because he got a centre-back to score first goal. <laughs> and we said, fine, it'll include own goals about five minutes before it happened. And I swear to fuck, I've never seen a happier man in my life. Oh, I remember I remember that tournament where I bet a, I bet a fiver on no own goals for the entire tournament. 33 to 1. And my dad thought, that's a good bet. I'm going to get on that as well. It only had the record for the most <laughs> own goals in any World Cup. I also bet I on uh, I also bet on uh, Giroud being the leading goal scorer. So it then really did not work. So out. that so that was your fault. Oh, uh, you're welcome comment. for winning the, the the World Cup. I bet on France. Actually, I bet a tenner on France like ah, well, three or four months before. I think everyone thought France had the best team. They, they, had, like, no, they, they had the best team in the Euros two years before and people, somehow didn't win that. Kept, that everyone, was insane, everyone was though. going on about how oh, France is a really good team but Germany and Brazil also have really good teams and France can't put it together and then France put it together and everyone else just and Germany sat back and went like oh shite. And in all fairness Germany ever since had the right. greatest football game of my entire life was watching Germany against Korea when Neuer. watching Neuer run up to half yeah. field <laughs> and get dribbled around in all fairness, fair foxy Neuer, that man has some stride. Like, he was quick. He was shite, uh, but he was quick. <laughs> He's a defensive midfielder. He just happens to be playing goal. I mean, we were watching yeah. that match where, was it Chris? No, not Chris. It was... I don't know. It would have been Chris Feinsteiger. Or it was Chris then. Uh, with a free kick. I know. I we, were in the, we were in the pub yeah, watching yeah. that. Because uh, I remember t- texting Nick as well at that time. So it all goes way back. Nick was not uh, with us in the pub in Derry at that point. But he was uh, with us. But I did get a few Fs and all oh, those fucking lucky bastards <laughs> and whatnot. <laughs> Nick, why, do, why don't you like Germany? Yeah, what I've loved Germany, Germany ever, ever since 2006 the World German, Cup. The German football team are like the arch rivals of the French football team. I mean, you, you guys like, have nothing to complain about. Germany you guys France, have Alsace and Lorraine at the moment. Germany and France always end up playing each other in these big tournaments for some reason. Like it's it's always happened. Do they people, played each other in, would people know in that the Euros French in twenty sixteen. They played each other in the World Cup in two thousand and ten. Uh, they played each other in the World Cup in twenty fourteen. I think they did actually. Was that I mean, not like? Yeah. Did they? Yeah, like France. No, France is it not lost. always Italy and Germany end up playing? And Italy, Italy normally it, always won. Who, who put Italy Germany just lost in the twenty sixteen Euros? France. Yeah, it was France. Yeah, but Italy have oh, any time Italy and Germany play, it seems Italy put them out. That was a brace for. I think that yeah, I think that was a brace for. Um, oh, little fella, what's his name? Paul Pogba. Griezmann. Paul Blam. Oh, Griezmann. I think it was a Griezmann double that put them out. Is Griezmann Gino small? Marseille. Yeah. Yeah, he's a short guy. Oh, I don't know. That was why he he had to go to Spain. Because the French clubs thought he was too short, so he went to play in Spain. The Spanish seem to do well out of that, because apparently Messi went all around the world until Barcelona basically said, we'll give you human growth hormone if you come here. <laughs> all right. And he stole uh, an a very story. small... artificial pesticides. size doesn't matter whenever you're playing yeah, football. You see, if they, hadn't, if they hadn't given him the growth hormone, he would be, you know... 
He wouldn't have He'd ever like gotten a roller coaster three in his life. Fucking doing everyone. It still would have been very good, but oh, he still probably he would have been <laughs> Guys, the best Carlo, player Carlos in the world. Carlos Puyo was only five nine. Yes, but he was that in width as well. He was a fucking barrel. Same of a as man. Fabio Cannavaro. Who are you? Who are you saying someone is only five nine? <laughs> Just saying for a centre back. I, I, for a centre back, I, I that is very back, small. Playing for Gaelic, you know, it's it's a tough it's a, it's a tough ask, especially when lazy teams just decide, yeah, we'll just stack the big lad up front. Bear in the uh, square, bite. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So that's <laughs> that's a very roundabout way for me to get a, a little roundup of football news. Oh, the only other thing I wanted to mention was that the the um, the German the Bundesliga in a rare show of actual like common sense decision making have decided not to uh, find the players who made uh, uh, who made uh, protest statements about racism in the, oh, uh, in I the recent, know that was a thing. Uh, games were yeah, they considered no, it? Um, no I, well well because it's it's like their standard regulation is like you find people for doing things like taking their shirt off and I don't I don't remember who it was I think it might oh, have been like Jacob yeah, Sancho bu- or someone Bayern player had a not had a, a Borussia Dortmund player yeah yeah. Um, had a had like an undershirt, and that was like you know that was a, like a George Floyd protest. Yeah. Well, that's and, fair. Yeah. Yeah. And the typical thing that they like the regulation says like oh you need to find everyone for things like that. And in a absolutely breathtaking show of common sense that they never seem to have, they decided not to find him because honestly, if they had, it just would have oh, been such that a shit been show. So like everyone would have, but like I it suppose been, it, it is a different scenario. I don't think they ever would have considered finding him. I think they would have always said, well, this is completely different than normal. Yeah. Apparently there was like messages coming down from leadership being like, please be sensible about this. Yeah. Please. No, that's so, yeah. fair, yeah. Anyway, speaking, me. Uh, speaking of... Uh, me. S- speaking of shows of protest and all, the uh, San Francisco 49ers put out one of those uh, uh, black swears saying about how black lives matter, which is... Very, uh, very funny and possibly hypocritical coming from the, the bloody 49ers. Who fired uh, Colin yeah. Kaepernick. That always annoyed me, yes. like, how he got fired and then when everyone else started. Because like, he was sort of vindicated in a way because everyone started doing it. Then it was for the, He got fired basically for kneeling during the National Anthem, didn't they? That was essentially what they said. Uh, well, they just, yeah, yeah, they just straight up released him as well. Just, yeah, and like, the they, fact they, that he was never like, oh, you're too controversial. Like, he could have easily been picked up by somebody else. Like, even Nike got him as a spokesperson because of yeah. how the massive movement it ended up being and the fact that he just ended up unemployed whenever... Like, kneeling during it isn't... I don't even think that's that massive a sign of a dis- disrespect. Yeah, I don't think that... Like, no, it's... I mean, at the time, people were... People I mean, obviously yeah, took it's it a that country, way, but. It's a country where you're not allowed to let the flag touch the ground. That's true, yeah. Yeah, to be fair, they are a bit... But, like, to be fair, st- America are brainwashed. Well, yeah. Bear Hang on, guys. We've we got to uh, take a, a minute's break because I need to do the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> I thought you were being serious. I was like, do you need to piss again, Connor? <laughs> <laughs> we got American flags and me pissing. Oh, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Down with America. Well, yeah. yeah the I'd minute, like to yeah, see I think CCP. that's the consensus. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's hard to say. Uh, if you ever wonder about... Colin, Colin Kaepernick not getting a job. Just remember that Nathan Peterman got several contracts. Here's the thing, though: Is Colin Kaepernick actually good enough to get a job? 
at the time, Not he even was at the on time. a downward. <laughs> he was on a downward trajectory, but he was a very good like player. He was he was very good until people figured out. Oh Jesus Christ! Quarterbacks can run. He I was know, like a taller Russell this. Wilson. That's why I would have described him. Aye, Aye, and but it wasn't, like, but he wasn't. He wasn't good nearly player. as good. But <laughs> but would you would you would you say would you say the same thing about Mitch Trubisky then? Yes, I love him. They're probably the around that the same skill level. Yes, but Mitch yeah, Trubisky, Trubisky has a job. Has been yeah, a starting but what have Mitch like Trubisky was drafted years. in the first round, and he was he's given he was he's given a chance, and they hope to see him develop. Colin Kaepernick just went the other way. So I mean, is Mitch Trubisky going to be a starter next year? Probably not. Probably not. No, but is if, he going to be Trubisky, on? Is he going to be on a roster? If he, you left, never if he left the Bears, he would get a job somewhere else. Because people I still would. think he can have a chance. Case Plus, in point. He won't have a media circus. Got a job somewhere else. Marcus the- Mariota got a job somewhere else. Nathan Peterman got a job somewhere else. I was I actually about to say, I think Colin Kaepernick like like Mariota. Got a job somewhere else. Yeah, but him on like... Everyone can do yeah, it. but Colin Kaepernick also brings a lot of attention. Just like how Cam Newton yeah, would bring that's a hell of a lot of attention. And that's why these that's people... that's the argument. That's the argument. That's exactly the argument. Is is because they're they're saying that's the only reason that he isn't being given a job, which is discriminatory. Yes, absolutely. Well, I also that say he's not good enough to be worth it. I don't. But know. He shouldn't have to be. <clears throat> and there's I also like rumors it. like he was he's been offered a contract by the Broncos, and he's turned it down. Oh, that was that was like trade. That was like a trade thing. That wasn't that wasn't exactly like a new contract. It was like we'll trade you to the Broncos if you take a pay cut of like tw- like fifty percent or I don't know whatever. Yeah. The fuck it was. I mean, no, wasn't this like recent though? After the uh, no, 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 I've never heard of was, this was, uh, No, this was when he was on the 49ers. This was when he was on the 49ers still with the Broncos thing. I know. I will say, if you look at the success the 49ers are now having with Jimmy Garoppolo. If Colin Kaepernick had still been playing for the last, what was it, three, two, three years, I think he would be now a very successful quarterback. I don't know, because in I his kinda, last year, he was 1-10, and he was pretty bad. Yeah, and his I last, he did have a by. terrible year. He, he got dropped for uh, Blaine Gabbert. That is, I always remember that, because the Gabbert is just the best thing. With, Whoa there, he's just motherfucker. That's, that's <laughs> what anyone knows about Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Moving on about something just also as dark and awful is that my dynasty team was nearly in shambles. Right. (laughs) Because I had drafted Henry Ruggs in the first round, giving up Kareem Hunt for the pick that I eventually got. Uh, Yes. I eventually got Henry Ruggs the third. Please, Henry, don't... moving. Helping people move is a bad idea in the first place. (laughs) But especially, it's a dangerous business. especially when you have a lot of money and you're on my dynasty team. Yeah. So what happened? And you know, Henry Ruggs, basically, I don't know the whole story, but basically he got pinned up against the wall by a vehicle, and he had a part of his thigh punctured. And one news news source said, <coughs> "Oh, it was inches away from his uh, something, the femoral artery." Uh, but everything which, there, like if you're punctured in your thigh anywhere, you're inches away from your femoral artery. Exactly, so close. Those are some big arteries. I, I might have been probably, complaining get, and demanding compensation for that first round back. If you even get nicked there, though, like a nick on that artery, and you will probably die. Yeah. So uh, like, there you are. That was frightening, to be depends, fair. But he'll, he'll recover very quickly, though, hopefully, attention. because that he, would be as bad as a small tear in a quad yeah. for him or a hamstring. He's lucky if he didn't in both ways now, though. But obviously, he gets to keep his life in his career, but he also will never be asked to move a house again. 
<laughs> he's got the life of Riley. He's a millionaire who doesn't have to help someone move house, which most millionaires don't yeah. have to do. And his girlfriend has an absolute wagon. And so. <laughs> That was the best. That was the best analysis to come out of draft night. Was Henry Ruggs drafted Connor? Oh, she's an absolute wagon. <laughs> she's a wagon, and he gets to wear a dressing gown. <laughs> uh, he looked classer. Oh, he looked like he was at his house because he was. <laughs> yeah, fucking don't dress up for it, lad. Anyway, geez, want to move on to some top tens? Yeah, why not? Go on then. All There's right, you know what? I'll start. start. I'll do my ten through six. By 10 through 6. Number 10. Austin Hooper. Oh. Austin Hooper. Uh, highest paid tight end in the league. Sh- stupid move, but he is the highest paid. Whatever. Uh, number 9. Mike Gesicki. Uh He is more of a wide receiver than a tight end, but I do not care. He is an absolute fantasy stud, and I love him. Uh, number 8. Rob Gronkowski. Mm. I was was thinking of just not having him on altogether but my my thinking is if he can be half of what Gronk is in a decent season he's probably still a top 10 tight end yeah how many um, how many fantasy points do you get for landing a chokehold on someone Uh, he's been released by the WWE now like he, he lost his you, w, he lost his twenty four seven championship to a gardener, and uh, was released. <laughs> like I don't know. And my number seven, out with the Delaney Walker, in with the John U. Smith from the Tennessee so Titans. You've, you've said two names I recognize. Ah, oh, yeah, I said because Delaney Walker <laughs> was part of the Titans, and I, you know. Yeah. He's probably yeah. never going to take a snap again because he's like 36. That always hurt. So in with John O. Smith, Manahill's favourite weapon. <clears throat> and yeah, that's me. Uh, oh shit, I meant to do six, 10 through six. Yeah. Yeah. Number six, uh, the newest uh, the newest rapper on the scene, Darren Waller. Uh, today released a rap really? video. And it's actually See- pretty decent. Yes, Nick. I know you're. I know you're shocked. An NFL player with a decent rap record. What he achieved. No, I'm just didn't think that Darren Waller would be on your list. I'm the Walleris. See, I'm going to go next then, just All because. Because right. I actually on had. You, on you I had considered Darren Waller because he had an insane 2019. He had like over a thousand yards, but it, one good year since he was drafted in 2014 wasn't enough for me. But, Pretty sure um, Mike is like he has two good games, and I put him on. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Because I don't <laughs> like. Right, I, well. I, I don't care. Oh, Jared Cook was great three years ago. Yeah, yeah. So you live your life, Connor. Right. Well, you. for me, number number ten, I have Hunter Henry coming out of the Chargers. Uh, number nine, I actually have Rob Gronkowski as well because same reason as Connor. If he can be even a fraction of what he was. Actually, this I had year, him in number eight. Well, you can suck my ass. Uh, number eight, I have Tyler Higby because his surname's Higby, and he's also fairly good playing with the Rams. Speaking of one good year, well, he's had a couple of good years. He's, he's no, had he's had three good games, <laughs> and Nick was very happy with them. I was. He did <laughs> I actually just think he was I a fantasy god good. for the last three weeks. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is exactly when I had him on my roster. <sighs> he That's actually game, why I know? remember him. I said there's a couple of people on this list that I have them on here because I remember them being unreal in fantasy. But well, I, I wasn't. I'm not going to take Darren Waller because he had one good year. But Tyler Higby lad. Well, actually, Come the reason Ty- Darren Waller got bumped off as well because I wanted to put Gronk on. But <laughs> uh, number seven, Evan Ingram. I just really like him. Number and then number six, I have Austin Hooper. I have all reasons right. for all them, but overall, Austin Hooper just is hilarious to me. More like Austin Pooper. Well, he's pretty Ooh. consistently decent. He's, he's very average. He did. He did used to play in the sphincter arena, didn't he? <laughs> also, average. Number six is average. Is right in mid table. On the top ten. I mean, yeah, mid table. Very for the, the best ten. Forty tight ends. Fifty. I think he's he's very he's much better than any people I have below him. Uh, I I I'll bet you that uh, your boy Hurst that's come in from the Ravens is going to do just as good if not better that's fine it's possible bet how much is that let's bet them let's actually bet you bet money you bet something like (laughs) my car I don't know a fucking dinner or something (laughs) right I'll bet you a dinner then I'll bet let's let's think oh what's good what's good a hot dinner there we are I bet you a bottle of Buckfast that's absolutely fine Yes. Uh, well, what's the actual bet? What's the number? Hang on. Is it one of them wee bottles or is it the full size ones? Oh, we're going to the full shot. All right, 10G. 10G. And a bottle of fast. And what, what What do we need? What is the What is the over under? Like that he's better than Austin Hooper. Yards. Just oh, yards. yards. One. I will, I'll bet that uh, Hayden Hurst gets more yards this year well, than yeah. Austin Hooper. For the Austin Browns. Hooper was sixth in receiving yards, fifth in receptions, sixth in targets, and fourth in receiving touchdowns. But don't you also, Connor? Don't you also think that Baker Mayfield is about to become the, the next the second coming man? Aye, but sure. they also have uh, they also have uh, Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham Jarvis, Randy, Jarvis Landry, Jarvis Landry, <laughs> Jarvis Landry, <laughs> and uh, David Njoku, who they you know spent a first round pick on as a tight end. True. I True. do but think if they though, also have a terrible O line, is he not going to be throwing a lot of check down passes to the Or they're just going to the run more? He's also going to rely on Austin like Hooper for away. that. You rely on your tight end for outside zone runs. I mean, their O line's going to have improved, like tremendously. Hopefully. Well, it should because I mean, Jack Hawkland's pretty good. Pretty good. And, is, you know, Jedrick Wills should end up being quite good. Jedrick Wills looks good to me. I actually He looks good. But yeah. even all these guys, it does take, like, you have to build chemistry with the no line. You can't just throw a bunch of guys together and mm. make it happen. And then you go to the, and to then to you go to the Falcons, and then you obviously have uh, Julio Jones. I mean, some say he's decent. And uh, Calvin Ridley. <laughs> Calvin so he's going to be the guy. third option on that roster. I will say, though, so, you can't say he doesn't deserve sixth when in almost every stat he's fifth and sixth. We do have a bet, yeah. We do have a bet. So, Let's go so he has to have more yards this year, this year or than Austin Hooper had last year? No, no, this year. Between the two of them. Right. No bother. I'll raise you. I'll raise you your Whoa. bet. I'll raise you your bet that Austin Hooper has double the yards on the season to Rob Gronkowski. I will take that bet. Ooh. Absolutely take that bet. I'm not going to take that bet. Double the yards. 
double. So if it's even like nine hundred and ninety nine when when Austin when Gronk has five hundred, I win. Now here's the thing: is <laughs> yeah. is this going to be because obviously Gronk might have some injury concerns? Yep. Is this going to be yards per game or overall yards? Nope. Season. No, no, no. Overall yards. Season. Oh, season. Has to be season. On a season. That's risky math here. No, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, we need we need something to keep track. Buck fast bets will be a new thing. Buck fast bets. Buck fast bets. Right. So it's going to be interesting for me because I don't currently live somewhere where you can buy buck fast. Uh, well, well, by the time all this happens, you'll be somewhere else. Maybe. I mean, yeah. Nick, where are you moving to after? After uh, know, yeah. your whole Hong Kong, don't know. Because if it ends up being Cardiff, Nisa, Nisa, sell Buckfast. <laughs> so there you are. Find your find your nearest Nisa. Anyway, moving on. Moving right along. Uh, my number five. I got the Hunter Hunter himself. Hey. Yeah, knock your old lady. Say I'm here. Slow down there, boy. <laughs> oh, Take a seat. I now. said nothing. No, Nick, you love to retire. Your choices are gone this week. <laughs> <laughs> we I have listed re- a retiree. You guys have listed a professional wrestler. We have li- limited you to Bucky Betts and Bucky Betts alone. <laughs> right, go right. ahead, Nick. So, uh, number 10, I've got Kyle Rudolph. I completely forgot guy. he existed. He's, he's one of these guys who has seemingly been at the Minnesota Vikings since they were founded. <laughs> You'd be yeah. forgiven to think that he was in his 60s by now from the number of years that he's been on that team. Yeah. Um, have you have you seen just, his eyes? They're dead. His eyes they're look dead. like something, you know, <laughs> mystical. You think he's a he's a white walker is what he is. He could, he could be an actual reindeer. Uh, you know, he, he's just a warg. That's what he is. Yeah. Well, no, he just, he just seems to keep on going. Um, he just wargs into a yards. decent tight end, you know, in the last few decent. games of the season. Yep. Yards decent, touchdowns decent overall. Just kind of decent. He's good in the in the end zone. He does do he does do more in terms of touchdowns relative to your average tight end. It does help that he's he does giant. in yards. Yeah, he is a massive. He is man. very tall. Yeah, there's some uh, stuff. Number, like he was like number six in terms of being like a fantasy tight end last year. Yeah, but his yeah. like his yards were shit. His yards were bad, but he, he somehow just manages to get touchdowns anyway. Uh, number nine, I've got Tyler Higby, who has been at the Rams for a few years, doing okay, doing okay. Last year, did quite a bit better. Uh, I think he averaged like over like 45 yards a game, which is pretty good on the season. Um, I think he was probably helped a bit by the fact that uh, the Rams were having a few injury problems at wide receiver. So that may have inflated his targets a little bit. He may be down slightly next year. But even so, it was a decent year of production. He seems like a good player. He was doing a lot well. He was uh, he was uh he was just kind of like good as a receiver, showing a lot of the qualities that you want in a guy, you know, like being able to get yards after the catch, being able to make a man miss, that kind of thing. Uh number eight, Jimmy Graham. Oh, why? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Jimmy Graham. I think Marshall Yand is going to have more of, a, of an effect this year <laughs> than Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. And that's as a tight Jimmy end. Graham, Jimmy Graham is going to go to the Bears and he is going to have 600 yards and four touchdowns and there's nothing you can do about it. Are there's nothing you can do about it either. Fast out of here, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just going to go there and he's going to be... Heck. He's going to be... 
painfully average oh and the Bears God. are going to expect things out of him and they're not going to get had them, a reaction he's gonna be when okay. I said Darren Waller yeah I think do you not have Darren Waller on this list of course I don't I <laughs> do you have Jimmy Graham <laughs> yeah Darren Waller well Jimmy Graham I think is fair to say that's a bold prediction from Nick. If Jimmy Graham technically, I think, has the potential to be... Jimmy Graham physically can't seven? do those like, knee-ups that you do for a fucking warm-up. I mean, he looks hard as fuck. <laughs> he <laughs> looks just hard as uh, a coffin nail. He <laughs> does look like... Yeah, no, he's, <laughs> I, I did like that Breaking Bad episode where him and his twin showed up. They fuck up, Hank. That's, that's kind of <laughs> what he looks like to me in my head. Okay. Now I'm reason, realizing those two weren't bald, and I'm, I'm just now I'm looking at a photo of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jimmy Graham just like this is it. He just looks like someone from a cartel who would murder me. No, he does. He looks he looks scary. But it's a good thing I can easily run away from him <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> he is a geriatric. He is living off his time at the Saints, where he was putting yeah. up like 300 fantasy points a year. In all fairness, was, at the Seahawks that year, Russell Wilson favored a massive because they had no running yeah. game. So when you have no running game, zone, your tight end is your red zone threat. Uh, he was just he, he was Kyle Rudolph. Except, yeah. yeah, he was Kyle Rudolph on steroids for a year. That year, he was probably one of the biggest outputters for my team. <sighs> he had ten lost. touchdowns on the year, justice, which is very good. Justice for Darren Waller. Connor yeah, Darren Waller had a massive <laughs> year this year, and even then, I think he only had three touchdowns. Well, yeah, because he's fucking—he's he a possession receiver. Yeah, which is great for a tight end, but for me, and he—he he can run after the catch. He's what OJ Howard should have been. Someone who yeah, actually gets after the catch is nice and all, but you have to get catches to do that. But you, he had so many if, catches. Is Darren Waller's at the Raiders, isn't he? Aye. He, yeah, it was the, just the Raiders have now Mom. got extra receivers, so his production is going to go down. Or yeah, the Ravens, or the Ravens even better. famously missed out on having Antonio Brown last year. I'd and say, had to make do. obviously, he was a bit of a safety valve, but if you're on a better offense, you he will perform very good. He'll perform he very will still well. do very well, but I think you'll see his production. Like He had no production since 2014 until this year. Because he was the a argument fucking drug for Darren addict. Waller is like a worse <laughs> argument for Tyler Higby, basically. It's like Tyler Higby, but like slightly worse. No, I'd say it's Tyler Higby, but better. This year, yes, but if like he's not, been here longer, he's no, been average for longer. The only reason, the only reason he's year. not done anything is because he's a drug addict. And he's only got his fucking here's me saying <laughs> drug addict so much better than Jimmy Graham. <laughs> <laughs> this boy shoots up and goes for 200 yards if I didn't have Gronk on this list then Darren Waller definitely would have been but Darren Waller's like 11th for me Darren Waller has obviously gotten himself together and you've now seen what he looks like once he has gotten himself together no alright well, then and I've got uh, what, how many have I got more I've got two more I've got I've got uh, what is this now seven yep yeah, I've got Eric Ebron. Oh. Who, who has had who is basically is a really good player who has had a lot of bad luck with injuries. Who is off to Pittsburgh now and if he is healthy, he'll easily be the best tight end on the team because Vance McDonald is like not very good generally at I, being a tight end. I think Ben Roethlisberger would be a better tight end on that team. Ben Roethlisberger would be a great tight end, but that's just not the role he chose to play. 
Okay. Can you imagine if can you imagine Ben Roethlisberger as a running back as well? Yeah. <laughs> just just pitch it to Ben on the outside <sighs> and he's already going he's already got ahead of steam. Be like a big second rower playing center in rugby. Which is I, fucking unfair. <laughs> you know, he'd run out of gas at a fifteen yards, but he would get you those oh, yeah. fifteen yards. Every one of those fifteen would be a very confident game. <laughs> Right, and Connor's Connor may have left. <laughs> he would collapse and he wouldn't be able to play for uh, another uh, 20 I minutes mean, because he'd be uh, gassed. Sometimes I'd like to hand Eric Ebron a compliment, but I think he'd drop it. <laughs> Eric Ebron has hands that'll make bricks jealous in terms of just how, how fucking effective they are. He brought up Eric Ebron to Alliance, oh, but. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Eric Lebron Connors, is Connors shit. is bitter because he, he went to the Colts and immediately did way better. Um, yes, he was. He good had the, the exact same uh, drop rate as he did at the Lions. He just happened and to be many, the only player how many that Andrew Luck had to throw to because Ty Hilton many, was injured the entire year. How, how many touchdowns did he get? Oh, he got like fifteen, but he had the same amount of drop rate. Oh my god, Matt Stafford could throw over fifteen touchdowns a year if he had like if he had one fucking player. And that was Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron would get that amount of touchdowns. Uh, we have right, what's found a, the button. What is a tight end meant to do? Mix Connor you receive the ball. You catch passes, which Eric Ebron can do well, and you block, which that's Eric Ebron has never done. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> Eric, Ebron. Eric Ebron is so shite. Oh, Jay Howard. Okay. That's fine. I'm happy. I'm I reckon. Got a weird I reckon OJ Howard. Got a weird list. I reckon the OJ Howard has got his best years as a tight end firmly ahead of him. I but agree. They're not going to be. They're not going to be at Tampa. Oh, where are I think they? Where do you think I think he's going to have. I think he's going to have a a frustrating year next year with the scheming, with the system, with Tom Brady wanting to throw the ball to a broken down geriatric wrestler on every play, and he's just going to get pissed off. And he's going to want to trade, and they're going to send him somewhere. They're going to send him to I don't know that like the Bengals or somewhere, and he's going to become Joe Burrow's favorite target, and he'll be amazing. I would actually love to because see he that. has he has all the skills to be a good tight end. He's had seasons where he's been good for yards, good for touchdowns. He's a good blocker, and that's basically all he gets to do at Tampa, and with uh, with Brusarians now that he's come in. And it's just a situation where I think this is a player who really just has the tools to be a like top flight tight end, but is not being given the opportunity to progress his career in that direction and to, to progress as a player in that direction because he fits and he fits into a hole that Bruce Arians wants to fill right now. And, and he basically has OJ Howard to, to fill that hole. And so he doesn't want to, to like, to think outside of the box in that sense and kind of like try and use him as a target. And I don't think Tom Brady is going to be throwing the ball to him because as I said before, he's going to want to throw the ball to Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> I have no problem with that. He's explained it well. He's he's defended his position there. So is that Connor, for, uh, how many is that? Is, but one, two, three... How many, how, how, go through them again. Like, did you Wait put Austin Hooper in the in the bottom five? Wait a minute. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five. Have I accidentally put eleven people on my list? Maybe. <laughs> One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Like just throw out oh, Eric Ebron. You'll be sweet. 
Yeah. <laughs> so we should have just, just dropped. I'm going to drop one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, four, and fifteen seconds in. I wrote down eighteen names as a consideration. Yeah, Eric Ebron was not one of them. Just see him. That's because, that's because you hate him. It's because he's not a no, good I also player. didn't think of him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, like when I when I think of Eric Ebron, when I think of good tight ends, I do not think of Eric Ebron. When I think of uh, some of the worst drafted players of all time, I think of Eric Ebron. When I think of it tight ends who will let you down drafted. at the biggest moment, I think of Eric Ebron. When you're at, when you're like evaluating how good someone is at the position, it doesn't really matter where they were drafted, especially if they're not even playing on that team anymore. The Lions brought he in. He can't disappoint the Lions. The Lions he can't disappoint the Lions anymore because he's not on the Lions anymore. The Lions brought in a 36-year-old Anquan Bolden as a wide receiver to be a big-bodied wide receiver, and he went on to score eight touchdown passes. And Eric Ebron kicked off at him, and he says, "Eric, the only reason I'm on this team is because you can't do the job." That I do. <laughs> he was brought in to do his job at the age of 36. And this is that was in Eric Ebron's third year. And he's already on his third team and he's like only on his sixth year or so. Well, you know. I think we've now Jesus. come he's to the... like, Eric Ebron is the only person <laughs> handling... He's the only person handling, handling this coronavirus well because he can't catch it. <laughs> Connor, very long walk uh, for a COVID joke, but well done. <laughs> Can you now say you're number five? Fucking wood. Oh, I want Eric to. I want Ebron to take a long walk off a short bridge. That would be sweet. My number just, five is Hunter Henry, a tight end who can catch. Number five. That's high. That is high. This was well. In terms of my consideration, I, I like I said, I could name the top three, and then the rest were like a well. Oh well, no, is he like? Does he make my top ten? That's it. And then I realized, oh, these are all shite. Of course, he makes my top ten, and he kept uh, just if sliding his shite, way up. Why are you? Why are you wailing off on one about Eric Ebron? <laughs> that just shows. Uh, I say all these guys are shite, and then all the guys that didn't make my top ten were shite, and then there's this group of people who did not make my top eighteen. Just <laughs> that do not need mentioning. Uh, Eric Ebron is not a top 20 tight end in the NFL that's fair fucking hell imagine him being a fireman and trying to catch someone like falling out of a flaming building oh Jesus anyone being a fireman and trying to do that that's not what happens Connor they're humans they need to have two deaths (laughs) yeah you had the boy you had the boy last year calling out Nelson Aguilar those are babies (laughs) Ebron wouldn't be able to catch that Fucking hell. And then he, he wouldn't be able to catch it, then he complained, oh, they're not chucking enough babies at me. <laughs> Fuck off, Eric. Connor. Piece of shit. <laughs> I think so we found our Instagram clip. <laughs> Hunter Henry. Oh. Hunter Henry. I know he was injured a couple of years ago, but he's all right. He's decent. He's a tight end. I don't really care. He's just a good tight end. I think injuries have held him back from being a great tight end because he was always ready to take that next step but it's just not happened either he got injured or you know Philip Rivers fell off a cliff last year and you know you know threw more interceptions than fucking completions half the time Um, but yeah I think but then he's also he's got fucking Tyrod Taylor and Justin Herbert he's not going to catch much passes this year he's one of those (laughs) where he's not going to do as well as he should as his talent should 
Kind of like an OJ Howard. Except unlike OJ Howard, he has actually done it at some points. Fair enough, fair enough. Right, well. So, yeah. I'll move on now to my number five, which is Jared Cook, who's sharing an offense with one of the probably the leading receiver in the league this year, I think he was, or up there in terms of yards, uh, Michael Thomas. He's also got Drew Brees, who Connor thinks is just an old man who can't throw. Oh, he's a top 10 QB. I agree. And this is a top 10 tight end because he's up there. He's good for yards after the catch. He's top 10 in terms of receiving yards. He doesn't get away a lot of targets or receptions and still manages decent. So 62 targets for 43 receptions. Mm-hmm. And he still manages 705 yards with nine touchdowns. So he's second in the league in touchdowns. I understand that. People, people have said that Jared Cook is basically what it would be like if Michael Jordan was a tight end. Uh, what do you think? Is there more to that? Not just a just, big, yeah, it's just a freak it's... athlete who's huge. Oh yeah, I was about to say like he's six foot five, two hundred and fifty four pounds. Is a very big man, and he also runs a four four nine, which is faster than a lot of people on this list. I think, bar one or two, maybe the fastest. I mean, who's I think... the fastest tight end? I think Darren Waller was quicker. Fastest not? tight end? No, no, Darren Waller was four or five something. What, Noah Fant? Maybe. Uh, Noah he's Fant? only slightly Maybe slower David, than I Is David Njoku pretty fast? He's faster than George Kittle, Kittle, who I would say is quite fast too. Well, his 40 time is faster. Uh, but George fast. Kittle's a vanilla midget. It's the, oh, fact, that, it's the fact that he's also... <laughs> he's six foot four. It's also the fact that he's like very large. Yeah, he's massive, like, and he's big reach. He's Here strong, here's yeah. someone, the fastest tight end this last year's combine. I'm just going to call him Alberto. He's okay. he did a 4.49 because it's awkward. Something like that. Yeah. I honestly thought I'd do a better go with that, but then as I started saying the name, I realized I can't. It was really bad. Awkward. <laughs> it was. Bunam. Awkward. Bunam. Well, he ran the same speed. Well, this was, to be fair, his combine speed was in 2009, so... It's not that impressive. I mean, I've done a 441, so... You're also not six foot five and 254 pounds. I don't know if I could do five, Matthew. <laughs> Even if you could, six foot five, 254 is a ginormous slap of meat to be carrying 40 yeah, yards in four and a half seconds. He's moving a lot more... <laughs> He's moving a lot more kit down the pitch than you are. I would, I would <laughs> than be any of us are. Not weight wise, actually. I would be I think a slower weaker weight, Hunter Renfrew. I'll back you on that. Actually, <laughs> that is, here's like you, you see the Hunter Renfrew and think, oh, he's just a wee insurance salesman. But he's done like two reps actually, on the bench for like 220. I actually like to, uh, I actually like to picture you as a uh, as a mini me version of uh, Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson. Mm. Jordan Nelson's looking back, isn't he? I know that's not this list, but apparently he's looking back into the Packers. White Chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> that was his, his nickname that people called him. A very racist nickname. Yes. How topical to mention that. Very topical. All right. Good anyway, ways, guys. Go for next number five. Uh, number five, I've got Mark Andrews. Very <sighs> basically, basically came in. He had a first season that was like, yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah, first uh, first then, season uh, where they went, damn, he's a bit better than that that uh, tight end we took in the first round. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then he had, uh, and then he had 2019, basically where he was, uh, he was Lamar Jackson's favorite target because Lamar Jackson decided that he did not like wide receivers because they were mean people who were nasty. 
and he didn't want to throw balls to them. Or if he did throw balls to them, he was going to kind of make it difficult for them. You know, he's just going to make it a challenge. He's going to try and make them look bad. So uh, he ended up throwing a ton of balls, Mark Andrews, well, Mark Andrews direction. And it actually worked out really well because Mark Andrews, it turns out, is a good tight end. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. There we go, sir. Uh, well, my number four is uh, Mandrews as well. So is mine, just to get it oh, out there. Oh, there we go. He's the, he's the, he's the best of the worst. So yeah, you basically by far, go. he's knocking on the door of top three. And as well, he's just only had he, a year at it. If he can be as good this year as he was last year, then he can. He, then you could probably consider him to be the third best tight end. A, a good tight end. Yeah. Like a properly a good tight end, of which there are, as we said, not very many. It does take tight ends uh, several years as well to develop. And he's like, kind of like Zach off Urs very and like fast. Travis Kelsey didn't really appear until they were like third or fourth no. year. Travis, Travis Kelsey was drafted in like 2011 or something. Yeah, he like was that. drafted. Oh, he's Luke He is Luke old because everyone's all Gronk's retiring, you know, 30 years old. You know, people, uh, some people just retire early, whereas Travis Kelsey was the exact same age. I like Travis Kelsey was born in 1989. That was like because I think he wears 87 for his older brother. And then they were saying this whole joke was, oh, they don't let centers wear 89. That's definitely the only reason I don't wear. I haven't done it back or something. It was some uh, thing. Just them two being brothers. But anyway, what's your thoughts on uh, Mark Andrews? He's the leader. I know he was well. Lamar Jackson's favorite receiver, so that gave him a kind of bump. But he was also, as me and Connor were talking about before, he seemed a bit inconsistent because there was two other tight ends that they would kind of break up the snaps with. But even then, he's kind of... 852 receiving yards off only 64 receptions like he's he's good for yards after the catch and fit relatively mm-hmm. deep ball throws yeah, 10 receiving touchdowns he's leading the league only one more than Jared Cook but still one more than Jared Cook and he's only in his second year and whether he's Lamar Jackson's favourite receiver or not he still caught the ball so right. he still did his job and he got plenty of first downs so that was his entire the one job thing, the one thing I would say with that um, and this is not not really a knock on him as a player because like yeah. it, it doesn't it this is, doesn't really have anything to do with his ability as a player. But it's more in terms of just if you're looking for like just numbers, numbers, numbers. Um, I'm expecting probably that next year the Baltimore offense as a whole will probably be a little, slightly less performant than it was this year, just because things like that where a team has just an amazing year, they they tend to regress afterwards. They tend to not be quite as amazing like the year after. It's like Mahomes, you know, like in in um, 2018 when he was like blowing the roof off everything and he had like 50 touchdowns or something and then the year after that he's like oh he's only got 35 or something so it's not like it's not like he sucks he's still amazing but are they going to be putting up like you know those those like just amazing numbers probably but maybe not quite as much as as last year and so I expect some of the like just the volume in that offense to go down a bit I still think overall, though, like even if he maintains to be about 600 receiving yards, he's still one of the better number-wise tight ends. Oh, absolutely! But like just, um, but just in terms of like quality of play, generally oh, yeah. you watch him yeah. play and he is convincing on the field. Yeah. Like his snaps are good, and so it just leads you to think like generally, even if he's going to have less volume, he's going to be like he's going to be delivering consistently with the targets that he gets and with the snaps that he gets. He also seems, especially when Lamar was, maybe I'm mistaken here, but when Lamar was running, he seemed fairly capable of blocking downfield because he has a big frame. Similar, like he's two, just I only looked this up there now, but he's 256 pounds and he's six foot five, like, and he's young. 
Aye. So he's he's a big big frame for a man like. Aye. Fair dues. Right. So who be your number four, Nick? Uh, I have to make a choice now. Oh, whoa! Because I've only got so many. I've only got so many places left on my list. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so hang on. I mentioned just, earlier, would you not just say these two and then move them down? Um, because obviously yeah. your number ten is not your number ten. <laughs> it would actually be your number eleven. <laughs> who didn't make the cut? Uh, it would be Kyle, it would be uh, Kyle Rudolph who didn't make the cut. Then the uh, the, That's the ice man reindeer himself. One right. last point for what, fair, one last point for Eric Ebron. That's all that matters. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> who's your number? Uh, who's your number five then, Nick? I do five. Yeah, then if we move nine. into that, then that would then that would make my number five would be Austin Hooper. Fair enough. Uh, tidy. So does that mean your Mark Andrews is your number six then? Uh, Th- technically. Actually, wait, no, no. Oof. Put, put <laughs> screw. It. This is becoming a real mess. This is why we anyway, planned, just, folks. I did plan. Yeah, I'm planning just too much. I wrote eleven names. I, I planned ten percent too much. <laughs> Overplan. This is anyway. why we don't plan that much, kids. Yeah, I just wrote. But 10 yeah, names. no. So, so for me, then it would be it would be then Austin Hooper at six, and then Mark Andrews stays at five. Right, and then who's number four? Number four, Jared Cook. Fair, fair. Veteran player, lots of experience. Um, he was banging around for a long time having kind of like seasons that were okay they were good they're okay they're good they're okay they're good and then in his last year with the Raiders really convincing really solid numbers good play looked great as a receiver uh, moved to New Orleans done fantastically it's kind of been like after the last three years to be fair that's why he's I hummed and had having a fourth myself because he, he has been very good but yeah no problem with that from you Decent. Yeah. Four and five were always going to flutter for me, though. I think I said that before we started. Yeah, I, I had, um, I had like between Cook and Andrews for me. It was kind of like because yeah. Cook is the guy who like you have more background on him, you have more details. Like he's had a longer career, he's had more time to set himself up as like a, a known quantity. Whereas Andrews is this more kind of like flash in the pan. I mean, not exactly because it's like two years, but like the guy who's come around recently, who's who's looked good. And then you still need to see, like, you know, is this going to be a long-term thing or is he just going to be one of these guys who comes in, has a great year, and then kind of recedes? Yep, no problem with that at all. So he's never, Jared Cook has never gone over 1,000 yards in his career. Not not many tight ends go over 1,000 yeah, yards. Very few do, actually. Often. Darn it's, Waller it's, does it's this a, year. I was about to say, there's, there's one a, that pops <laughs> into my head. <laughs> but if you go for a career yards, Darn Waller is still barely over 1,000. He's at 1,323. To be fair, he was suspended for... 1,100 of those were this year. <laughs> yeah, but that just shows he's broken out. Oh, how many how many years is that? I mean, over? he also had an entire year where Since he was 2014 or 2013. He was put on was an injury drafted. reserve. Right. He's been in the league the same number of years as Zach Ertz, basically. Yeah. Except Zach Ertz isn't a drug addict. <laughs> so I'm just no. saying, if this, if this guy you keeps to take that into account. believes in Jesus. If Darren, if Darren, er- Darren Ertz, if Darren Waller <laughs> is clean Darren now, Ertz. then he is definitely a top 10 tight end. Yeah, that's a big if. Well, I'm going forward for this year, Matthew. Yeah, well, if John Jones could He's keep believing. the fucking powder out of his nose, he would never He's get it. Believe it. He's having some belief. Oh. <clears throat> all right. He's got to believe it. Number three, then. Do we uh, all have the same 3-2-1? Uh, 
Connor. I don't know if we're going to have two and one in the same order. I hope we do. Actually, but... I, I've just noticed as well that I've put a center at number two. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write that? <laughs> Did you accidentally yeah, write the I'll wrong name? Down, I put down Jason. <laughs> uh, uh, the ironic thing is, I don't think if you if you trained him, I don't think he would be a terrible center. He's too short. Oh, oh. The brother? He's, not, he's not that short. I thought you. I thought you were talking about the center being. I. I thought you were talking about the center was going to make a good tight end, but he wouldn't have. Hey, yeah, yeah. Delaney Walker was only six two. And he didn't make any. Well, did he make your list? No, he's retired. No, but he's a fant- he was a fantastic uh, tight end. He was for a number of years. Right, anyway, Ah, he's still pretty big. He just looks small because he's wedged in between two massive left and right guards. No, a uh, 4.89 40 time for a centre is nearly as quick as TJ Hawkinson. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's he's very athletic for his position. He's unusually athletic for his position. Oh, no, I agree. He's he's a bit of a freak quick, but... You never know. He may may not be able to catch him balls. But that could still like put him in top 10, according to Nick. It's possible. That's yeah. <laughs> possible. Right, I, anyway. I, he caught a number of balls for the Colts. He did, actually. He, he like was Matt very Stafford. good at the Colts. You have to, you have to he, he, that. he caught a number of balls for the Colts, and he also dropped so much. That's what I like to see. <clears throat> and I love the Colts fans have completely realized as well that he is, Eric Ebron is not a good tight end. Because that second year was, was a disaster. Aye, but he was injured as well. Oh, they didn't have Andrew Luck. You also had like other weapons there that they'd rather throw to because, oh, yeah, we trust uh, Jason Doyle or Jack Doyle, who was my number 11. Jack Doyle was your number 11? He was my number 11 just because he he is perfectly average. (laughs) I was thinking, all right, some of these bums (laughs) are going to back their way into the top 10. Right, anyway. Because we all have the same 3 2 1, maybe not in the same yeah. order. We all know who the three's gonna be. Yeah. I'm just gonna I was gonna bring up some other names of those who just couldn't make it. Well, we could still do that. Like, yeah, honor, honorable mentions. Like for honorable instance, mention. like I said, Jack Doyle. He's Jack Doyle actually Jason was Witten. in my consider he was he, in my top like, twenty, I'd say. Everyone says, Oh yeah, uh, you know, <clears throat> he loved uh, Andrew Luck, loved Eric Ebron. But he loved Jack Doyle more. It's just Jack Doyle was injured that year. So we had to go to someone. And he wasn't going to go to fucking Jeff Swole or whatever his name was, which it was actually Eric Swoop. Don't know where Jeff Swole came from. <laughs> Jeff Swole. <laughs> Jeff Swole is Swole Daddy's brother who's in the construction uh, I business. I had uh, Evan Ingram in my honourable mentions. I had Evan Ingram He's in my top 10. He's just too injured yeah. and he, he can't block. Yeah, too injured. He's a good... He was a massive injuries. part of their offense. Like, see when Odell Beckham went down injured and they didn't have a running back? Yeah, he, Evan he had, Ingram was there to pick up the pieces. Ah, he had a great year in 2017. But there's a reason. Like, the, the, the guys that, like, whoever like runs the actual uh, Giants, they, they weren't obviously a fan of him because he didn't make the he, he didn't make the, the pitch half the time because he, he doesn't block. He does no, not he does block not at block, all. He's just he's a, a bit of a mismatch in terms of being a passer because he's quick. He'd, he'd like beat a linebacker over the top. Like he'd, he'd be well, a good matchup against a linebacker. Yeah, be a good matchup against a linebacker. Tyler Eifert. Aye, Tyler Eifert. Off the, uh, Tyler Eifert off was the in consideration. But Touchdown machine. Yeah. It's just in consideration. Just very rough. Quite a few injuries. Very rusty machine. His 2015, his 2015 when the Bengals were actually good, is it was a very good year. Him and AJ Green were, and Dalton together, were a mad team. Oh, yeah, there's... 
I'm going to look up these Tyler Eifert stats because I remember there being some weird stat about, uh, about it. he had like some like 13 end zone targets and then like 12 touchdowns on one year. Is Tyler Eifert not the one whose leg was snapped in half? Yeah, um, yeah that might have like been the, the Bears one. Got snapped or no, something no, it shattered. was definitely Tyler Eifert. No, no, maybe it wasn't. No, Tyler Eifert snapped his uh, ankle. Uh, the oh, guy I'm was, thinking of, uh, there's a guy snapped his, uh, he broke his leg catching a touchdown pass for the Bears and then it was ruled not a touchdown when it definitely should have been a touchdown. Yeah. So it was very sad. (laughs) It ended his career. Was that against the Packers as well? Might have been. Let's just say it was because, you know, they're the heart of evil. Um, (laughs) Who else did I nearly have? Uh, Dallas Goddard. I actually had Dallas Goddard. I was a big fan of Dallas Goddard. I'd like to see him without Zacherts. Nick obviously would not want to see him without Zacherts. Well, no. He'd rather than I, be I, I, I very much, I very much like the fact that he is with Zekers because they make a fantastic two tight end set. Yeah, that's the thing. There's very few formations I think that absolutely require two tight ends. Here's but. something that proves how injured Tyler Eifert is. He has one thousand more career yards than Darren Waller. <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> and he was a first round draft pick in 2013. And has played every year since 2013. Just about. <laughs> Yeah, we still played. He's got a couple hundred yards. 39 receptions, 3 receptions, 52, 29, (laughs) 4, 15. And then last year he had 43 and then tore his bloody ankle. Yeah. Poor bastard. But he's got Gardner Minji through to him, so happy on him. Uh, The last one that just barely made it, or barely left off, was big old Will Disley. I actually uh, have yeah. Disley down. He 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 was a big honourable mention for me. I just want Will Disley to stay healthy for a year. I love him. So many of these guys seem to have. Um, pretty rocky injury histories. Don't like it's how TJ Hawkinson got uh, put on IR. Like they're uh. always catching the ball. Well, not always. They're catching the ball over the middle, running into a den of linebackers and yeah, yeah. Safeties. Right, Matthew. They're always catching the ball. Not always because Eric Ebron exists. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I would love if Will Disley could play an entire year because Same. he is he has started off like a fucking car on fire. Is that the, the term? <laughs> Maybe he's like, he started off like a dog on fire for the first uh, three or four games of either of both the last two years, and then got a got put on IR because he's one of those lads, a flaming he's dog. One of those lads that you uh, that you take on a pub crawl with you, and he blows his whole wad in the first place. That's what it oh, is. He gets the pub sex and gets straight on the double vodkas and fucking is buying out by a pub eight. That's a tech he, just, he, he is a he is a star that goes because or goes full nova. Yeah. He just he, sh- he shines bright and proud uh, as a, as a blocking tight end from the state of Montana, <laughs> and yet somehow became an elite weapon. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, number, number three. three. Do we all have the same number three, guys? Let's count down and say it all at once. So he's counting down. Zach I mean, we're not going to say my it number three. Zach Ertz. <laughs> okay. Delay. Well done, Connor. Big Zach. It, er- Zach. it hurts. They put him here. But he's here. He absolutely deserves it. You had to try and make the pun. Did Zach attack, baby? Um, Yeah, Zach Ertz, he is uh, definitely uh, the third best tight end in the league. That's just Uh, the only way to describe him. I think he's obviously very good, but I think he has lost a bit of athleticism. It wasn't always a great blocker. He's pretty much just what Jason Witten has become. He has two... He has two, there are two things that you could change that if you could like change, just tweak slightly about Zach Ertz, 
he would instantly become just like Super Saiyan. And the one is his his run blocking. Yeah. Um, his blocking play has always been average. It's like it's not like terrible. It's just average. And when you want a, like a great guy, a tight end, you need you need him to step up a little bit in that domain. Um, but he's he's just always been very focused on on receiving, route running, that kind of thing. And to be fair, he's a fantastic route runner, especially just between the six. Mm. He does really really well. He's not really. Um, and the other thing, I go on. The other thing that you could you could just change if you were like remaking him in a lab is yards after catch. Because Zacherts is the absolute master of getting to the line of scrimmage, catching the ball, falling over just across the chains to get first down, but getting nothing beyond that. And after a while, you're just kind of like, come on, dude. Like you could have like 300 more yards on the season if you just like took a few more steps after you caught the ball. Yeah, well, he's, like like I was about to mention, he is basically what Jason Witten was in his prime at this point. He's just a he's a possession tight end. Well, yeah, like if you look at him, there after his sec, so his second year and his third year in the league, from then on, he has had over eight hundred yards every year. So mm-hmm. going up to twelve hundred one year, but like he kind of started out. This is why he, he's actually the reason I had Mark Andrews in fourth over Jared Cook because he started off. 500 odd yards in his first season then 700 odd yards and then ever since then he's increased and gotten better and better so I'm hoping that happens with Mark Andrews as well I mean Zach Ertz is kind of for me he's just he's always going to be in the conversation for one of the best it's just the two above him are and if he continues in my my humble opinion what do you say I just think uh, I was just going to say in my opinion I think he, like, just in terms of his pure ability to catch a ball that's thrown at him, I think he has the best hands of any tight end. I would argue that he is probably top one of the best, yes. But you could, I think I'd still put my number one above him. Mm-hmm. If it was just based on hands, I'd put him at second, but it's not, sadly. Anyway, like I, like I was trying to force out there... Um, <laughs> If he's like, like if I said, if he's like Jason Witten, uh, then he's totally going to be in the Hall of Fame because for the last five years, Jason Witten is apparently a Hall Hall of Famer. I think Jason Witten is the Jason Jason Witten is the Frank Gore of tight ends. Yes, Jason Witten unretiring after a disastrous career as a broadcaster is the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. Hey, fair play to him. He's having another year. I think the shame is too much for him to go back. As of yet. <laughs> oh, but I better watch out. He might eat into me. Darren Waller uh, catches. Oof. That'll be really scary. The Raiders actually have a really good tight end in uh, Foster Maru, who was a rookie last year. He was PFF's yeah. highest rated uh, rookie tight end. Never heard of so, him. I mean, he, he could only get better. Yeah, they got him in like the like, fifth or sixth round. You know where you can rated? get tight ends. Rated over number one round. Pick Noah Fant, yeah. TJ Hawkinson, probably because TJ Hawkinson wasn't you know that good. So you, you know you you just take shots on on tight ends and later rounds. I mean, yeah, like our top two. Well, I assume everyone's top two were in the third and fifth rounds. Anyway, Nick, wasn't it third and third? Huh? I thought it was third and third round. I thought nope. they were both third round. Oh, Kittle was a fifth round pick. Kittle was in the fifth round. He's getting like he's going to get a big, big paycheck, but he's getting paid fuck all at the minute. 
it's not fair. And, oh, and that's, that actually the Lions that actually drafted a tight end called Michael Roberts in the fourth round, who you know now is just a free agent and no one wants him. And the Broncos <laughs> drafted a, a tight end called Butt the pick before uh, Kittle. So that's even funnier. <laughs> per per Jake uh, Butt, he went back and he, yep. he was meant to be a end of first round, second round, you know, player, and then he uh, went and tore. I think it was his Achilles or his knee on the in a bowl yeah. game, you know, in the last ever game of college football. Got drafted in the fifth round, missed a year, and then came back and then bloody I think tore his ACL again. Yeah, just sucks. Don't play football, yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah don't. Rough. I didn't even play a so, game and I tore my play ACL. Gaelic football. <laughs> so, Connor, who's your number two? My number two? Is it the same as your guy's number two? I hope so. Well, but that's, if that's not, why I'm asking you, Connor. Well, it was, I've already said it was Jason Kelsey up to about 10 minutes ago. It's now Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, mine's is also Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Big Trav. It's metamorphosized into Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Big Trav. Excellent. Oh, excellent receiver. Great player, basically the mini Gronk for so many years until Gronk retired. And yep. you know, yeah, I was Kelsey say. was kind of better than him for the last couple of years. Yeah, oh yeah, Travis Kelsey the last three years has probably been well, not this year in my opinion, but last couple of years has been probably the best receiving tight end. Very, very handsome guy as well. Lovely set of teeth. Incredibly stylish as well when coming in in a game games. You know, Party that walk in beforehand, always the best dressed. Went to someone's wedding last year. As a reward for something. He's a bit of a brew. Yeah. Yeah, he's an absolute brew. I think he lost, a, he got suspended for a year in college for smoking weed. Where's these teeth? He did. You say he's got a good set of teeth. He's just smiling on the photo I have of him. He's got a good set of teeth. <laughs> he's, just, he's not a fucking show horse. <laughs> <laughs> I just, when Connor said he was handsome, I was like, oh, he's smiling on this photo, mention oh. his teeth. You never, you, just you make never. sure all his legs aren't crooked. You never look a gift Kelsey in the mouth. Um, no, I, I I wish I wish what if I was just really rich then I I would just get a new set of teeth. So okay. I do pull pull them all and just have these nice pearly whites. Was that a bit of yellow on your teeth, there, Travis? Jesus, get rid of that! I, I see all these ads with Gronk doing the the teeth whitener. That's because so Gronk wrestling. was unemployed up until about a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> Gronk basically became a Love Island winner. After he retired from the NFL, wasn't uh, Gronk was like Mister? Is it Mister Clean? I remember him being a few adverts <laughs> yeah. for Mister Clean yeah. as Mister Clean. If yeah. he shaved his head, I could, anyway. He could so, get away with what's that. your opinion? Oh, he's like he does the Jason Whitney shaves his head for like games half the time. Yeah, because less hair, less hassle. Anyway, what's your uh, what's your thoughts on the on the Kelsey? Which Travis? I reckon probably like in terms of. Uh, receiving production best tight end since prime Gronk yep very good Just, is he like his consistency as well year to year is is fantastic and although he did lose out on the uh, record of receptions in a year to Zach Hertz and the most receiving yards <laughs> at one point yeah. which is a shame I think he's had the most um, first or second most receiving yards every oh, he, year he has the second since, most receiving yards for a yeah. tight end ever yeah, but he's yeah. he's also since like twenty six. Well, like, yeah, twenty sixteen. He has led the league in receiving yards. Yeah, but he he had that one season where he came close to breaking both records, and he slightly lost out on each one, which is a little bit of a shame for him, um, because it sort of like just 
throws a little tiny bit of a damper on on how amazing a player he is. But you do have to remember as well that he plays in the in a Kansas City offense that while it is an, an offense with a, like a very high production, especially with Mahomes in recent years, it does mean that there are like there are a lot of balls going to other targets as well, and he's still managing to like carve out his space, which is impressive. I still think he's the first read, and anytime Mahomes drops back, he's probably looking for Kelsey first. Maybe, like, or he's looking like forty yards down the field. Well, the, if he's looking forty end. yards down the field, he's looking for Tyreek Hill. But if yeah. he's, if he's looking for his first, like if he's checking the ball down, he's sometimes they're running back. Yes, but I think if he wants a guaranteed catch, he'll probably look for yeah. Kelsey because even contested Kelsey's just read. massive too. He's got really big, long arms, safe hands. Like just had, had him, is, and he'll probably that catch is it. The, um, that is the one thing I will say. Having a top tier tight end is basically like a quarterback's best friend. Yeah, he's a real get out of jail free card. Yeah, that's why you sometimes draft them in the top ten. Well, again, sixty third overall, he was drafted in twenty thirteen. Here's the thing: the only way that the Lions can justify the T.J. Hawkinson pick is if T.J. Hawkinson becomes one of these top three. Yeah, that is the only way. Also, Gronk had a book, and it's called "It's Good to Be Gronk." <laughs> Are you fucking hilarious? Is it a picture book? <laughs> Does it have pop-outs when you open it? <laughs> it's a coloring in book. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. It's coloring in scenes of Gronk going to the park with Brady. Gronk going on a walk for the beach at Grady. <laughs> Gronk had a baseball with the fucking Lombardi trophy. He's a legend. I put a it dent. He put a, a dent on a Lombardi. <laughs> Oh, I love him. It's loving your dream oh. there. Anyway, lads, our number one. Jorge Kettle. Jorge Kittle. Funniest Little man. Kittle. In, funniest man in the NFL. He's somewhere. just he is he is miniature Gronk on meth. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Oh, he has, a, he has that look to him. He's a meth addict who can afford veneers. That's what he looks like. Let's see. And I'm looking at more photos of him. He's also he's also a huge fan of WWE, just like Gronk, which is always fun. I don't it's know. It's very if you imagine. It's very good if you know. imagine that like Jesse Pinkerton was like five inches taller Pinkerton. and got jacked. Pinkerton is he from Red Dead Redemption? Yeah. The Pinkertons? No, it's Pinkman. Yeah, <laughs> that's loud. <laughs> Jesus, one of them. One of them. I mean, you're a fine one to be coming after people for getting names wrong as well. <laughs> I have never got one name wrong in my life. I don't know what you're on about, lad. Anyway, Greg Kittle. Aye. George Kittle, reason he's the top. That was very funny, Connor, but I'm just going to go on ahead. Reason he's top over Kelsey, he's a far better blocker. To be and fair, he's still, oh, Greg does sound yeah. like a more appropriate name. He does look like George, a Greg, but he he's a George. Greg. But he's I also still got Greg. a thousand yards. He's got a thousand yards in an offense with... Jimmy Garoppolo handing the ball off as their main offensive play. Yeah. Oh my God, he's handed he's yeah. handed the ball to Tevin Coleman, but somehow it turns into a forty yard catch by Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Travis Kelsey, see, there's my name wrong. <laughs> he throws it that far. It fucking goes from San Francisco to the middle of Missouri, and Kelsey still. I mean, comes I down. wish I could say I was still looking at a photo of Travis Kelsey, but I was actually looking at a photo of Dwayne Johnson. So I don't know. I don't know where it's all come from. But the fact that he still has a thousand yards in this season, and he's 
at one point he what the, what was it Connor in the first half he had he like had the most receptions like ever the in ball. the first half and then he didn't uh, get the ball in the he second he had mm. about 210 yards in one half 10 yards away from the highest amount of uh, receiving yards of yeah. all time and they did not give yeah. him the ball again I think he he went on a pod, one of the NFL podcasts and said, uh, yeah, I realised I was on 69 total catches on the season, so decided not to ruin it. <laughs> he's also, he's, he's a monster blocker and he loves getting hit. He's he the is. kind of man will cut yeah. inside if he's on the sideline. Yeah. He, he is going to, yeah, he's going to get this, uh, this new contract for like four years and then he will retire at like 28 because his body will have broken down by then. Yeah. I was listening to there was a there was a bit where they were talking about that um, on the around the NFL podcast, and they were saying that the the frustrating thing about these contract negotiations is that for a long time, you know, Gronk was like the best tight end in the league by far, and he kept taking uh, he kept taking contracts that were like way undervalued, so he would be taking way less money than he should be because he was on the Patriots and he wanted to be on the Patriots and he wanted to play with Tom Brady, which is fair. But then it meant that basically every other tight end, when they came into negotiations, it was like, well, are you as good as Gronk? No. Well, you're not getting Gronk money. But Gronk money was just basically like Austin Hooper money. Yeah. Like George Kittle is the kind of man, he won't ask for a tight end deal. He'll ask for a George Kittle deal. Like he will say, maybe. I don't care what everyone else is getting paid. I'm George Kittle. But and guys, if you want maybe George he's Kittle, a product of Kel Shanahan. Who knows? I don't think so. Well, he maybe knows. he is, but he's, he's still not like, actually—he's not actually a great route runner. He's just someone who gets schemed open, and he's—he's he's a monster. Like he I is. do think he's quite he athletic. Got, I also will argue till the day I die that it was unfair that they called PI on him in the Super Bowl. His arm well, wasn't bent; it was straight off. out, and he was looking at the ball, and he didn't make much contact. Nah, I say should have happened I'm because not, the Forty ers were cowards then. They went deep to Colin a tight end. That takes oh, yeah, they, they went deep through. after running down the clock. <laughs> they could they had a minute and a half or something to try and get a touchdown before halftime. And they decided, nah, yeah, we'll be fair. wrong twice and then was, go long. It was stupid. It was absolutely stupid. Oh, yeah, it was bad that. clock management, but at the same time, they still should have got three points out of it. Classic Kel Shanahan in the Super Bowl. Am I right? <laughs> uh, he didn't choke it the second hey. time. I think Mahomes just had something about him that will and Andy Reid. That will win him you're a still, game. You're still ten points up. I mean, before the one, yeah, the, before it's, it's, the one against the Falcons, ten points was the highest ever comeback in a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's a two possession lead. Oh, I know. You I should know. be throwing that away in the Super Bowl. But well, Jimmy Garoppolo, who literally threw it away though, like Jimmy Garoppolo threw an interception to, that made no sense. It was almost as if he just fucked the ball when? away without looking. He only he made an, an interception in the he only did one interception in the second half. And that's when they were down by two scores. Yeah. And I just chucked it. Stop I mean, hating them, my boy Jimmy G. Two scores. That's next knife best QB. <laughs> sometimes sometimes when you're down like that in a game, you need to just like you need to just take a chance on it. You're not oh, gonna I win. Agree, you're not gonna come like, back from two scores damn. by throwing it for seven yards. I agree you need to take a chance, but on that play it didn't look like he threw it to anyone take a chance towards on anyone me. on his team. By next by next logic. Me. Jimmy Garoppolo to Jimmy Graham is a top 10 QB tight end combo. <laughs> You're really fucking... Could happen. Burying under this. I know, but, great. Just, just drama. that. It's not even the Ebron one, because, I mean, the Ebron one was worse. But just Jimmy G to Jimmy Graham does not inspire 
confidence in the slightest. Well, you can't really it's say Jimmy that because Jimmy, Jimmy G, G has what George Kittle. <laughs> Jimmy G has George Kittle. So what Nick's actually saying is Jimmy G to George Kittle is a top 10 link up. Yeah, it is. Which it is. Yeah, Which exactly. it definitely is. <laughs> so like he's kind of... But Jimmy Graham is a top 10 a tight end and Jimmy G is a top 10 QB. Aye, so last year Aaron Rodgers to Jimmy Graham. Well, Connor, yeah, it wasn't good. Didn't work it wasn't out good. Super well, but hey. if we go back, Connor, you oh, omitted Tom Brady, but have Darren Waller in your top ten. Yeah, because Tom Brady wasn't good last year. He was awful, and he's forty three. Darren Waller was Tom fantastic Bra- last year. I have a Tom Brady and he was a wrestler last year. Because Rob Gronkowski is the best tight end of all time, and I think he has lost yeah. a lot of weight, and he's taken a year off. Remember uh, Marshawn Lynch when he took a year off? Came back, he looked good as new. Got banned for trying to fight a referee right now, but mm. and I'm pretty sure Gronk will take care of his body more than Marshawn Lynch ever did. Gronk has probably gone through serious R and R, and will probably body. come back very able for it. Gronk's body is like a sack full of Legos at this point. Yeah, but he super glued them together in that year, and now they're on break. Your thing, obviously, in 2018 he was awful, but 2017 he was a monster. Yeah, he was a monster up until just before his final year, when he became, as I said last week, a bit of a glass cannon. Anyway, Nick, what's this outstanding segment you've got going? Oh, yes, actually, yeah. All right, so I've got a little something-something prepared for you guys. Do you? This is actually going to be a little... I do. This is going to be a little head-to-head. It's going to be a little head-to-head game. Uh, Matthew versus Connor. And this segment, this segment is called Punter or Quarterback. Oh, I like that. And what's going to happen is I'm going to give... uh, I'm going to go one by one with you guys, give you uh, the height and weight of a guy, and you have to tell me if he is a punter or a quarterback. And if you want, you can also get his age, but you get two points if you get it just off the height and weight, and you get one point if you get the age as well. Right. So who wants to start, Matthew or Connor? I'll go first. All right, Matthew, this fella... Is six foot six, weighs two hundred forty five pounds. Is he a quarterback or a tight end or a or a punter? I'm going to go with a punter. Uh, I might even back myself with a name. I was about to say, do we? If we, do you get extra points if you go for a name? Um, go on then. Three points if you get the name. I am going to say that is Johnny Hacker, and he's a punter. Incorrect, <sighs> Matthew. I'm afraid this is Joe Flacco. He's fucking what? Oh, damn it, Nick. Damn it. I was hoping that it would go on to me. Because 6'6 is the oh. only funny tie. Because, like, Johnny Hager is the only funny punter that could be that tall. Yeah, Johnny so Hager is like, like, he's just below 6'6. Six, six. I've looked it up, he's like 6'5. I'm so annoyed. No looking it up. I did it after you no said it was it. wrong. I did it after you said it was wrong. Right, no cheating, I. Well, I'm not going to be able to. I think it should I just pass Google on. Six foot six, like, two hundred fifty pounds. It could be anyone in the world. <laughs> aye, but don't go googling, folks. Aye. No, I did it after. After you said I was wrong. After you said it was Joe Flacco. Aye, I was like, aye, how tall aye, is aye, it? Right. I did you. I would have had to Google Johnny Hecker anyway. It's still my guess. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have mattered. I would have still backed myself. <laughs> still would have got it wrong. All right. Okay. So, so do you want me if I ask if I ask one of you and you get it wrong? Do you want me to just go to the other one? Yeah. Aye. Why not? Joe Flacco. All right then. <laughs> Okay, all right, so this lad. <laughs> fantastic. So this lad is Connor. This lad is uh, six foot five. Connor. This lad weighs 241 pounds. 
Is he a quarterback or a punter? Hey, Matthew, how, how tall did you say Johnny Hecker was? He's actually six foot six. Right, what's the weight again? 241 pounds. And what's his age? His age, he is 30 years old. 241 pounds. Oh, it's like the thicker ones aren't usually that heavy, or QBs. Go say punter. It is in fact a punter. Is it Johnny Hecker now? Is that what Johnny Hecker? It is Johnny Hecker now. As soon as you, <laughs> as soon as you said thirty years old, I was like, "What movie does Johnny Hecker?" I didn't know what. I didn't know All right, so Hecker Connors were. is now officially in the lead with one point. Take a chance on me, Matthew. It's your turn to guess. Yep. Now this lad is six foot five, and he's two hundred and forty pounds instead of two hundred and forty-one. Is it a quarterback? It is a quarterback, Matthew. This lad is a quarterback. It is Big Ben. I thought it was Big Ben. I think he's the only one big enough for that. I was thinking of Cam Newton as well. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I could have backed yourself bigger. with a name there. could have backed yourself with a name. I did, but I didn't want to. I, I was still in the lead. All right. I was still in the lead. He just won. All right, okay, Connor. He's still in the lead. Well, I'm now in the lead with two. You've won. Yeah. Did he get the first Connor, one right? He's, yeah, after he told you no, the name. No, you got the first one wrong. <laughs> All right, you get, two okay, Connor. you get two points for getting up without age. Oh, yeah, you asked for the age, so you got one point. Wasn't listening to the rules. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right, Connor, your turn to guess now. This lad is six foot five, weighs two hundred thirty-seven pounds. Is he a punter or a quarterback? Um, once again, I'm going to say quarterback. He is in fact a quarterback. Oh. That's Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, big boy. You should give us a chance hey. as well to go for a name after we say. Yeah. If you want to go for a name, you need to go for a name first. You need to tell. You need to go straight for the name. Fair. Oh, but that means if we get it, hmm. If, what mean, if, if we you get, get it like, wrong? You get it wrong. It's risk reward. Oh, you right, go for the points. Right, right. I like it. I like it. You go, yeah. go for the points. You gotta get it. All right. Okay, Matthew. Yep. Your turn. This lad is six foot six. He weighs two hundred eight pounds. Is he a punter or a quarterback? pounds. I'm going to say that is... I'm going to, oh, see, I could lose... Oh. I actually want to say that's a punter. And his name is... His name? Is it? Is it Dixon? Seahawks punter? It is not Dixon. <sighs> you're in the... You're maybe in, in the... in Almost in the right area. I go but for it a is, steal. in fact, a punter. So... Oh. Going for a steal here. Going in for a steal, late steal. All right, Connor. Say names, names. Did you say two hundred and eight pounds? That is so small. He's six foot six, two hundred and eight pounds. It's an absolute twink. <laughs> six, six. That's so thin. Any thoughts? Is it Tony Scott from the Packers? It is. J.K. Scott. Oh, I got the name wrong. Plays for the Green Bay no. Packers. <laughs> <laughs> so do I get two for the punter there, or do I get none because I got uh, the name wrong? I should have just said Scott. No. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna call that one a wipe. Uh, I'm gonna call that one a wipe because uh, we both went for names. I'm so upset. I'm so upset. How do you You're think? You're very I, close there, Connor. Do you think I That's impressive my- <laughs> from Connor. <laughs> I do. I just remember right. this, like this Packer, the, the Packers punter, did look like a 14 year old. He looked like yeah. he would no, he's, go he's, with Matthew's sister to go karting. 
He's 23. <laughs> He's a young lad. Let that All right, okay, Connor, your turn to go first on this one. All right. So this lad is six foot four, 235 pounds. Is he a punter or a quarterback? Is it the Scottish Hammer? It is not. It is not. Matthew, do you want to go? I'm, Six foot four, 235 pounds. I'm going to say quarterback just. Incorrect. Oh, this is Thomas Morstead, punter for the Saints. I have no idea. I've never even heard his name, to be honest. Oh, he's, a, he's a top punter. There's a wee story about him. Is that he invited his, uh, his coach uh, to finally come see him, his high school coach, to come see him. Uh, punt for a game against the Saints and it was the game that Drew Brees broke the record for most yards ever yeah didn't punt once yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> disappointing alright okay alright Matthew it's your turn to shoot first on this one Lovely. this lad is 6 foot 2 right 212 pounds is he a punter or a quarterback quarterback do you want to go for a name or do you want to just leave it at quarterback just leave it at quarterback just leave it at quarterback. Correct. This is a quarterback. That is Lamar Jackson. See, I didn't. I thought it was going to be one of the newer <laughs> ones, but I didn't know which one to go for. Yeah. Oh, All right. Okay, Connor. Nervous. Your turn to go first on this lad. How many rounds are there? This fella. There are. Uh, there's eleven rounds. Just so it's it's uneven. Jesus. We're at number eight now. <laughs> I'm on eighteen percent battery here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be fine. Okay, Connor. This fella is six foot one, weighs 207 pounds. Is he a punter mm. or a quarterback? Six, how, many, how much weight? 207 pounds. He's quite light. So, but for context, one line. pound less than J.K. Scott, who's six foot six, and this lad is six foot one. Mm. I'm just going to say punter. Correct. He is a punter. Two points. Keep it there. That is... That is, in fact, the Scottish hammer oh. on the on the brand. I thought he was taller than six one. I thought he was about six. Six three. one's no, quite I, short. He's got a good, got a good mark for an hey, NFL player. The number one, uh, <laughs> the best, uh, the first punter drafted in this year's draft was only five eleven. Jesus, uh, it's called Bradley Mann. All right, Matthew. Yep, your turn to shoot first on this one. This fella is five foot. 11 inches weighs 194 pounds I'm going to guess is he a punter or a quarterback don't just say the name I just said I'm not going to say the name you just said because I'm going to guess Kyler Murray incorrect can I steal incorrect you can steal Russell Wilson also incorrect Russell Wilson's bigger than that surely like in weight maybe in weight but Kyler Murray's like 5'2 this is punter Cameron Johnston who plays for the Eagles. Fuck. Like no, right. like I'm nearly sure Kyler Murray is like five ten or eleven. He, he was measured at the combine uh, at five ten. Though All I'm right. pretty sure if he stood beside someone who was five ten, they would appear a lot bigger. <laughs> He's the same way Drew Brees is six one. Yeah. True. Right. All right. Okay. So it is now. Connor. Connor, I think this is yeah. you. I want to go first. Hi. This fella is 5'10, weighs 207 pounds. Is he a punter or a quarterback? Kyla Murray. Correct. Fuck's sake. I need to be in the lead. 
It is wee Kyler Murray himself. It's the football baby. The little fella. The football baby. The miniature man. Arizona ant. So current standings, Matthew is on four points. Yep. And Connor is on seven. One, two, three, four, five. Eight. Yeah. Connor's on eight. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. That, that, that so, three points there has changed the game massively. I think it's actually yeah, won on the game. Yeah. Yeah, it, it looks like it has. All right, let's go for the last <laughs> one anyway. Matthew, this fella is six foot one, 231 pounds. Is he a punter or quarterback? Fuck. He's chunky. I'm going to you, say punter. You, you're going to have to go for a name. No, I don't, I don't care. To catch that much. up on points. All right. <laughs> then you I don't have to steal the names from me. of enough punters. <laughs> <laughs> this is a punter yeah. it is Trevor Daniel off the Texans or was off the Texans last season I think he may be moving team yeah I don't know the names of enough punters but well, we had a fair few in there who uh, who were people that oh no I knew be, the names of most of the ones in there writing. that end up being said but that last one I, yeah. I had no clue yeah that one, that one there was the one that I put in just as like as a tiebreaker of someone that would be prob- no one were probably going to get. Yeah, I'm raging, Kyler Murray. Oh, I came up just me. after that. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a trick play having someone in at five eleven right before Kyler Murray. I know. I should have guessed Russell wasn't. <laughs> Even though it so wasn't in Russell. the end, I know, but you also in our final standings. We have got Matthew on six points, Connor on eight. Congratulations, Connor! You are the winner of the uh, inaugural edition of Punter or Quarterback. Congratulations, Connor! Get used to it, Matthew. Get used to it. Game, game respects game, Connor. Game respects game. Golf clap. Just a snooker right, clap then. on top of the table. All right, I think that uh, that, that shall do us for this uh, this episode. A ninety-minute extravaganza of the world of new sports podcast. What are we doing next time, lads? This on for Monday. I actually have been looking into linebackers, so I would like to do linebackers. We will do middle middle All linebackers. Right, so going to be linebackers. Middle linebackers now a position I know about, so I'd like to look into middle linebackers. The middle we'll linebackers, and it can't be Luke Keekley because fuck. So hopefully, you know by the, I mean this is this is like during the biggest gap of the week between the Wednesday recording and yeah. the Sunday recording. So let's hope the world hasn't burned down by then. Let's hope Korean baseball right. still keeps going and the Dinos dominate. I right, wish you well, Caper Cash. Alright, sign off on three. One, two, three. Sign off. Sign off.